back to 99 Roommates. I'm your co-host, Jack Galvin. With me, as always, Hillary Hudson. Hi, Jack. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are Good. you? Good. I'm super excited about this episode. Me too. I love this person that we have on today. She kind of keeps us on the straight and narrow, I feel like, <laughs> of our little broken drift group that we have. She's not officially a roommate, but she has uh, stayed here at the house and has been forced to bunk with us on many occasions through production and stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm, you're doing a great introduction. I'm gonna so let you uh, today it. we have Cassidy Poling. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us, Cassidy. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I, I, it's my pleasure. So let's talk about that, though. So you did. You were technically a roommate technically. here at the house. Yeah. You lived here, but I wasn't here. Yeah, Jay was here for like a hot minute, but Jay, otherwise, Jay, Jay Hollingsworth was living here. So this was the summer yeah. when everybody was gone at the beach. And how long were you here for? Um, it was probably like two weeks. Um, I was, I was sort of a nomad this summer. Lived in a lot of different places, stayed at a lot of different houses, and uh, I had, I had sublet my apartment for three months. So I was kind of like in between, and I was supposed to be in California for longer than I thought it. Or I was supposed to be in a California longer, but I ended up coming home a little sooner. So you graciously let me stay in your house because I was empty. So I stayed in Kylie's room and uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And were you here at all, Jack, during that time? Um, I feel like... We crossed past our day, I think. I feel like when I was here, your stuff was here, but you weren't here. That's probably accurate. Is that true? Ghosts in the night. Yeah. I, I had evidence of being there, but, you know, I was nowhere to be found, so. <laughs> well, so we were good roommates then. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Were, were you a good roommate? I'm not I sure. I think so. Like, I find that as long as I don't make a scene, I'm generally a pretty good roommate, right? <laughs> That's the goal. But we've lived with her on the road in RVs. Mm-hmm. And actually, we're there. Yeah, absolutely. So we have an idea of what it's like to live with you. Would, would you say it's a pleasurable experience? Yeah, it was great. Most people would it say was, that. That was, besides what happened in the first day of the trip, it was probably one of my favorite trips of all time. But or second day of the trip. Yeah, that was a great trip, aside from getting arrested. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a great trip, though. It's fine. I'm over it now. Yeah, New it Orleans was is. amazing. You know, everybody uh, should get arrested once yeah, in their life. Yeah, you know what? There's no <laughs> secrets here. Nope. <laughs> no, that was a fun trip. So how did you like living? So, so what they're talking about is we went on this road trip. We went on a scouting trip in the RV. Mm-hmm. And so it was you, Jack, me, Phil, Buck, and me, mm-hmm. right? That and first ha- one, yeah. And how was that? It was so much fun. I had the best time of my life. Were we good RV roommates? Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be trapped a full year, no breaks, with that many people in a small space would be um, hell on earth probably. But it was very fun for the amount of time we did it. uh, Yeah, I think we were like 10 days. Is that how long we were gone? I think it was 10. 10, 10, maybe a little. Yeah. I mean, two full weekends. Yeah, I don't think I could do it forever. But yeah, it was so much fun i was incredibly exhausted when i got back but i could live in an rv but not <laughs> with that many grown adults no. that, that was a lot of grown adults to be in that space right that that was the problem and it wasn't well maybe i think i could probably live in an rv 
Um, it would be harder because like you're driving around and there's not a lot of stability, but at least you'd have like the stability of the same stuff. But to have that many people, it's hard to keep things organized. Yeah, I, I agree. I We definitely had like a cleanup every day. We would sweep and we had to teach Phil how to sweep. Yeah. We also spent very limited time in the RV unless when we were driving and sleeping. We weren't there. Yeah. We were out and about when we were places, which had to have made it easier if we were just in hanging out in the rv all day Ugh. yes tough. yes and but you've been our roommate also in uh san diego mm-hmm. for the san diego comedy festival and in big pine yeah so lots of times really yeah i i like it. it's funny how you <coughs> say i'm the straight and narrow because i do feel like the straight lace person and like you are i feel like people generally like question why i like to be in comedy because i feel like it's obvious like pretty obviously known for like the party scene and like you know being kind of crazy and yeah, i'm just this crazy people <laughs> i mean i'm a little crazy but like uh, I, feel li- I feel like our group's pretty tame they're pretty we tame don't party yeah. very much no like weeds the most yeah, that y'all do weed, yeah but sometimes i feel it's like like because i'll sit out and watch you guys all smoke weed but never partake and like and feel like i feel comfortable with you guys because it's not like a big deal i've been around yeah, groups where it's care. like why don't you smoke and it's like i just don't want to i think everybody in our group generally accepts you exactly how you are yeah. doesn't expect you to go beyond that's why your limits that's why it works but i think sometimes they question like but why is this fun for you because for them they're like <laughs> out and they're like smoking and but like i'm just sitting there like enjoying the company and the company's fun so yeah. like that's why i like doing it she also doesn't complain about it, which makes it easy. I mean, you don't complain about the the smoking. You still go out and had had fun. We went to like this crazy place with like <laughs> fog in it and lights, and it looked like stripper, stripper poles. poles everywhere. <laughs> and you danced your ass off and had a blast. It's you didn't called, care that um, you were sober. Paul and Rayford's disco. Paula Rayford's disco in Memphis. Yeah. Oh, oh man, that, that was name? the best. Time. It was amazing in Memphis. If you're there, you gotta go. Uh, my friend Memphis took us, and uh, it was so fun. It was the best club I've been to. It was the best ever Hands had, down. So yeah. So, yeah, it was a good I time. Like and clubs. Cassie was sober, as always, <laughs> and she was dancing, and she was a mean machine. It was awesome. Yeah. That was, I, I love that. I still have a video of you doing this, like, dancing to um, Cotton Eye Joe, I think. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it's just literally, like, makes my world so happy. Yeah, the music you know, was fantastic at that Life's place. too short not to dance like an idiot sometimes. Yeah, so. all the time. <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> you know. <laughs> we needed more days in Memphis. Yeah, oh, yeah. I want to go to Nashville really bad. Nashville's, mm-hmm. Nashville's Na- Nash- on my list. Nashville, I will admit, is I love N- Memphis, but I love Nashville more. I've never been. It's it's it just even if, if you love country music like I do, it's just country music mecca. I mean, it's just Music Row is just insane. Just yeah. country bar after country bar, musician playing, musician, musician. It's like New Orleans, but all country. Yeah. <laughs> Inside the places playing music. It's unbelievable. I would love to go. I think it'd be a great time. We should take the RV. Yeah. <laughs> we'll plan a trip. It's not that much further than we went. Uh, so, Cassidy, tell me, what is your craziest roommate memory or craziest My roommate craziest experience? roommate experience? I'll be honest. I've gotten pretty lucky with roommates. Um I it could be something around you too that happened. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had too many things. Like there a was, neighbor. There was one house that I lived in, that, like, and I say this very. What's the word? I say it very cautiously, but I kind of think it possibly was 
like haunted by something. <laughs> and like I wanted I was like oh say it Cassidy yeah I and like I don't say it but I don't like saying say that it. because I like sounding like a rational person and the no, idea that no, something no. is haunted Go doesn't make me feel like those rational. things are real those I, things are very real you know the more that I experience life the more I believe so but like just the stories that they would tell me about their other roommates and just wait, like wait, wait, wait. The, so the place you lived in was telling you about their other roommates experience things happening next door you said next, next door no, was haunted, it was the or your house place? that I lived in. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, in the okay. room that I lived in. The room? Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I don't even know exactly what I mean by that. But what I happened had, though? So I had found this place on the Australian version of Craigslist, and I moved in, and the people I lived with were super nice. This is in Australia. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. But um, they had told me about the story about this guy who had lived in the room before. And he was really bizarre. And he, like, brought all of this crap on their front porch and, like, all of this stuff. And it was all of this weird thing. And I was like, that's really bizarre. That's crazy. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. And then, like, the the time that I lived there, like, my one housemate kept saying she smelled, like, a weird smell from the room. And, like, I would find weird things that he had left <laughs> in the room. And then, like... I don't know. Like there were certain things that happened in that room that were like freaky. Like candles would fly off shelves and like fly <laughs> off shelves. What are you talking about? It was maybe haunted. <laughs> it was absolutely haunted. You I thought she was gonna say candles blew out. Just, like they flew across <laughs> the room. Oh, well, like okay, because like I saw it, it from the corner. Of my, well, here's the thing. This is where I'm like suspend my judgment a little bit because it wasn't from. It was sort of from the corner of my eye. When I turn around, I see the candle flying but like maybe my books leaned against it and like just made it fall off but Best it sounded pretty aggressive ever. <laughs> but anyways i ended up going a little crazy in that house too so yeah yeah wow but like i don't know if it was all that house i think it was a conjunction of things but part of me feels like maybe mm. there was some weird juju going on there and like i was sensing it and didn't know i was sensing it and like that stuff lingers it, it, it freaked lingers. me out yeah ew but um yeah, so that was part of the craziest thing where I sort of went crazy, but my roommates were very kind about it. But then I left the house and went to a different dorm and got a very lovely roommate who lived uh, on the on the campus was a filmmaker with me. But that's uh, awesome. Yeah, but yeah, that was the weirdest roommate experience that I had, and it's like it's hard because I was the crazy roommate, which I'm not generally as right, <laughs> right, yeah. As no, you're usually straight and narrow, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, it's. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if you're moving into so a place funny. and they tell you that the, the room you're going into has had weird things happen to it, they can't be mad you when like, you lose your mind a little oh, bit. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Well, that was. I the mean, thing. you're setting them up. You're because you're because now if you don't know. Then you, you don't go in there with expectations. And now you know. So now you're looking for it. And now anything that happens is going to be something crazy because <laughs> it's in your mind that it's going to happen. Well, so here's the thing. I wasn't. Shame on them. I wasn't looking for it. Like, no? because I, I went you? in. No, because I just thought, oh, uh, man, that guy's crazy. Are you crazy. really not looking? Are you, no. are you not? Are you subconsciously looking for it? And you don't think you are, though? I don't know. It's a, it's a possibility, uh, but I, I don't think I was are. looking for it because I was freaked out by it because I started sensing all these weird right. things and was trying to rationalize it. And only now after experiencing more things and talking to more people about their ghost stories and yeah. like, like spiritual experiences, do I now go, okay, maybe it was haunted or something. Listen, you can just sometimes walk into a room and feel bad energy. 
and it uh, i don't know you can call that a ghost you can call it whatever but some some places just have a bad ugh about them yeah and like I agree with that. that that's the thing when i moved in there i was one of those people that was very sort of like I was a religious spiritual person, but I was sort of that rationalist that was like, this world has order and like haunting. What are you talking about? Ghosts. You're silly. That's just in your imagination. Right. And so when things started happening to me that were weird, like I didn't think it was real. I thought like I'm losing my mind. Like the right. candle did not fly off the shelf, although it feels like it flew off the shelf, but it has to be some other explanation. Right, right. And like all that sort of stuff. But and you don't so think that if they didn't tell you the house was haunted, you would have thought well, it, they it didn't flew off the, sel- sh- the shelf or you were. No, they didn't tell me the house was haunted. They were just like, man, the person before you was crazy. And they told me this weird story. And I was like, wow, that is crazy. Like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And they had found him on Craigslist too. And they were like, we're so glad that we found you because you seem so normal. And I was so normal for a long time until I wonder who lived there after you. I don't think they had another roommate. I think they, (laughs) I think they burned the house down. (laughs) I think they burned the house. I think they decided to just, cause they were going to be moving pretty soon. Yeah. And that was the funny thing. I was about to move out of there because I was sort of like, like I was going to move in with a friend that I worked with. So I only had about a month left there and then I totally like lost it. And then, what you know, I ended up what moving. What if it was just like one of those big, weird Australian spiders and it just picked up your candle and threw it? Uh, it's possible. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a possible world. Did you ever see anything like that living there? Any of those big I did things? see only, w- well, I didn't see any snakes, but I did one time see a huge spider and I almost walked right into its net because it made, it was probably um, like Bigger than a half dollar. But they make, I mean, they're, they're, they're out there. They're bigger than that. Yeah. Too, aren't they? Like, it's scary. Probably. I don't know. But it was, it was, they built a net between a pole, like a light pole and like a, a pillar on a house. A web. And I almost, a web. And Ugh. I almost walked right through it. But I saw it right before I went through it. And it was a pretty big spider. Yuck. Um, and then I saw little spiders when I would like garden and I would always freak out because, <laughs> you know, like I was always afraid because you talk about Australia being the most poisonous country yeah. in the world. So I just wanted to be careful with all the spiders. But other than I that, I really I didn't see anything there. dangerous. I couldn't live there. And how long did you live there? I was there for <coughs> um, a little under a year and a half. Okay. I spent a year, my last year doing abroad and then I loved it so much. I, I stayed a little bit longer until my visa expired. So... That's so fun. Yeah. I want to go to Australia. It's a bucket list place, but I don't think I could live there, though. I, I loved it. I mean, <coughs> I don't, I never planned to live in Australia. It was just sort of something where I got an email about study abroad, and it was the same yeah. tuition, and I had to move, and I just jumped into it. And, um, yeah, like, you did it was that, obviously. Did you did that, didn't you? What? You studied <laughs> abroad, didn't you? Yeah, but, I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I was in the Mexican jungle. I was in Mexico. That seems harder. I mean, that's how I got sick. That's how I got whatever I have and have all these health problems. It was fun. Uh, I met a boy, which made it it easier. Mm. I did get engaged. Those foreign boys. To a boy that didn't speak any English. (laughs) Um, Did you speak Spanish, though? Well, he taught me. Oh. I don't know. True love. People can... It was really cute. Oh, it was so cute, actually. I, uh lived in this house and um we didn't have running water so you had to carry buckets of water (laughs) up we were in the jungle (laughs) (laughs) so you had to carry buckets of water up to our apartment 
and then you would pour it in the back of the toilet and fill it up and then you could use the toilet and flush with huh. water. I mean, there was like pipes and stuff, but we didn't have water to get into the building. Whatever. Right. Uh, running water. So after I met him, a, he, I came home one day from school and there was two buckets of water sitting outside my door. And from then on, there was always water outside my door. It was so nice of him that I didn't have to carry these buckets up. This <laughs> is a PSA to all the men out there. All you carry have to do the to buckets get of Hillary to go on a date with you is ha- just leave two buckets of water out front of her house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, some sort of manual labor at least <laughs> at a minimum. But two anyway, buckets. Yeah, three so buckets. Shamari, you're on the spot. Uh, then he like started talking to me, trying to talk to me, and we would sit in the stairway because he lived in the apartment above mine. Uh-huh. Um, and so we would sit in the stairway with a English to Spanish dictionary in between us and talk and have conversations with this dictionary. <laughs> uh, in our first date, he took me to a restaurant. I was going to say a Mexican restaurant, but uh, we they went, all were Mexican. Yeah, but, but it was actually like a <laughs> it w- they serve Mexican food yeah, at this l- restaurant. I think most of them do in the jungle. No. No, I mean, there was like a... Is there like a good French place that you can go to? Or <laughs> No, there was a KFC. Oh, a KFC did you try the KFC? The uh, yeah, I did eat uh, mashed potatoes like all on the regular, well, all the time. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because I was starving. <laughs> so Don't anyway, he took me to this restaurant and that week in class, we were studying like kitchen words. And so he took me into the kitchen and had he was like friends with the cooks or whatever, and so they were like teaching. It was like a live tutorial, like teaching me the words that were going to be on my test that week. He was all pr- also prepping her for marriage. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. was like, "This really? is how you cook the food I like." Teacher <laughs> yeah. guys. So <laughs> keeping her where she belongs in the kitchen. I yeah. think I got to keep her. She's staying. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he wanted to come here. Oh, he wanted. To, oh, so obviously. yeah. So um. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Would you consider yourself? Would you consider yourself a romantic? Uh oh, well, I'm terrible. I fall in love in one second. So I mean, you know, it was he was carrying water and he was teaching, he was speaking in a foreign language and (laughs) and we were talking through a forbidden. We were talking through a dictionary. It It wasn't forbidden. It was forbidden. Your dad would not have been happy if you came home with a boy from the jungle. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like he was he like the jungle. He wasn't like there. <laughs> I know, but he, like, but he was still forbidden. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. He wasn't allowed. Do you yeah. think that's it for you? Like the the forbidden fruit, the fruit you can't have. 100. percent I've known her most of her life. <laughs> no. Yeah, when no. you were in at that age. No, uh, so I went to. <laughs> this Justified. is not about roommates, by the way. We're not talking about you roommates. Him, we should you? change. No. He got you water to go to the bathroom. Well, he lived in the apartment above mine. Yeah, but you met they him were neighbors. Yeah, they weren't roommates. You met him living somewhere. Okay. We're, whatever. We weren't. Okay. The so, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagined like a, a Tarzan treehouse. That's that you're all living I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> he, <and our> friend, <laughs> he and I are friends on Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I love I, that I, story. I, 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 w- I went on the trip. I was in love with a boy that lived here and he broke my heart and I was very angry and I was in like a super weird place. And so I was like, I have to leave this country. I like can't even be in this, like not just the state. I have to get out of here. Uh, so I went to the jungle and yeah, 
And you found you a boy. You don't speak English. You're going to be perfect for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I like that story. Well, it turns out he did this to the girl that lived in my apartment. I mean, we were on a cycle. We were rotating crew for him. Oh. But I didn't know that. Originally. Did he propose to all of the girls who lived in that apartment? Uh, no, no. I think that was a. So I mean, you were different. Well, she got the proposal. Yeah, I guess. You got that ring. I was like vomiting at the time <laughs> when he proposed to you. Yeah, <laughs> I was really sick, a and I was story. leaving. <laughs> I told you, I got re- I got like parasites. Mm-hmm. I got parasites. I got really, really sick, and they were sending me back to the United States because I had been in and out of the hospital, and they couldn't figure out what's wrong with me. So I was like leaving early, and so I was puking in the bathroom, and I like <laughs> came out of the bathroom, and he was on one knee and proposed. I think it's natural to leave where you're at, either it be a vacation or like a short-term stay you just fall in love with someone i remember being a yeah. kid and falling <laughs> in love with <laughs> yeah. like someone at the pool you know what i mean like a girl like when i was 10 like seeing a girl that was like 14 that was you know too old for me but like she was cool and you think about that person when you leave and i think that happens to all of us yeah, yeah. i mean he and i fu- i mean he and i were fundamentally just a terrible idea i was just running away from my life and that became very obvious when i came back uh and it it's just yeah yeah i'm I glad it mean, didn't though. work out <laughs> see i don't consider myself a romantic so i feel like i try not to get like thrown into relationship stuff and it's probably there's probably some negative sides to that but i think there's some wisdom to it too but like i'm the same way where like in some ways like i can fall in love in a drop of a hat right. and like I don't like, like that movie. about myself. It was a movie. <laughs> it was just, you know, one of those teeny bobber. It was great. Whatever. <laughs> so. George of the Jungle. <laughs> George of the Jungle. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, speaking of bad ideas, have you, what, tell us about your worst, because you said you've had pretty good roommates, but what's like your worst roommate experience besides you being the bad roommate? I don't think I've had really that many bad roommates. I mean, the worst was probably living with my sister in the Bay Area, but it wasn't <laughs> bad. It was just we'd fight and like <laughs> sisters fight. But like I've gotten so lucky. How, close, like, you, how close are you guys in age? Uh, we're about a year and a half. She's oh, a year and a half so older than me. Clo- yeah, I bet so. you guys fought like crazy. We fought. Do you have? We fought more at the beginning, but like <clears> we <throat> we got so close there, and we're very similar people. So like, do you have a pet peeve? A roommate pet peeve? Something that really just drives you crazy that people do when you're living with them if you don't tell me if there's an issue like if you dance around the issue like and just don't tell me what's going on that's what bothers me like i would rather you just say hey this and i go cool i can fix that but i can't fix something you don't tell me about but like luckily luckily i haven't had too much and i i try to be a very courteous roommate where like i can be messy but i keep the mess to my room and i'm try to be better at it because i don't want to be that way anymore and you know um i'll do my dishes like right away i don't i don't leave stuff in the sink but i'm not very picky where it's like if someone leaves their dishes in the sink i'm not gonna like scream and yell like it is what it is i'm not really bothered by it like you know i realized when recently what one of my pet peeves is and i didn't know that it was i think until real real recently is when people eat my food if it's like yeah. my food <laughs> that i bought specific like it's the worst. your special food try yeah make, try making it 
and then <coughs> people eating it too. I I got annoyed sometimes with that, like, Drives but it was more crazy. when I lived at home when I'd be coming home and I'd expect something to be in the fridge, and like, like there was one day I was coming home from school and I came home and there was enchiladas in the fridge and I was getting all excited because I'm like I'm gonna eat these enchiladas and I open them and my dad had eaten the last one. Oh. I was uh. like, no, but like I can't blame him. He didn't know he's right. gonna eat enchiladas, but it's oh, it's a deep my sister cut. Used, my sister used to eat the top of the cake. What? Ew. Oh yeah, just the top, like the frosting. <laughs> See, that's my least but favorite part of cake. But it ruins everything. Yeah. I think I'd say my best, the best part. She would scoop, but she would like scoop a little bit of the cake on the top. <laughs> so it'd be a weird scoops out of it, and she would just eat eat things like that. And it was, yeah. it, it would, and then it, leave the rest just, for she, you she guys. Just put it back in the fridge. See, maybe that's Yuck. a pet peeve of mine too, of just oh. doing gross things. Because I can be messy, but I'm more cluttery. But I'm not like leaving food out to crust and like taking like little pieces of cake, like you know. So I had one roommate, and I told, I think I told Jack that I was gonna, because she'll she'll never come on the podcast. Um, <laughs> she I she would eat my food like blatantly eat all my food and just never pitch in for groceries or anything and so she was allergic to red food dye um so i started buying strawberry and raspberry flavored everything like toaster strudel at the time i was super big into toaster strudel so i would buy raspberries toaster strudel or um i would buy strawberry cream cheese or I would buy like everything popsicles cherry or strawberry or whatever everything right. I would buy was red, red red flavored because I knew she couldn't eat it and and that was super passive aggressive of me I'm so sorry if you're listening to this podcast that I did that but you should have <laughs> eaten my food <laughs> oh man but I should have just said like you said I should have just said hey man. I'm going to need you to stop eating my food instead of just switching to red food. Yeah. I mean, she had to have known. Well, sometimes, sometimes that can make it worse. Like I'm just the type of person I'm very direct and I like people being direct with me and I'm pretty good at picking up people's signals. So like if you're mad at me, I can probably feel it, but like I can be wrong sometimes, but like, it, it makes me anxious of like, uh, what did I do? How do I, how do I operate? Which I just got to get over that. But like, if you just tell me straight up this and that, I can go cool and life goes on. But not everybody's like that. Some people, if you're direct with them, they shut down and it's. Or they become like a super aggressive. Yeah. And so it can be bad. I'm just that type of personality where I like <laughs> blunt, authentic, uh, transparent people and like. So if you're that way with me, like it's very helpful. <coughs> blunt, but not in a destructive manner. I don't mind. Blunt. Right. I just as long as like, because I've had people be blunt with me. But they're trying to be and a dick. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Right. Like it, it, it's sure. about it's about doing it in a way that's to preserve the relationship, not to just be a jerk. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that's when it becomes toxic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to work on that with Phil right now. Phil. Yeah. Oh, Phil Kors. Just tell him stuff without him being super, super upset about it. Yeah. And like, hey, bro, I'm going to tell you something real quick. (laughs) I'm not mad at you. Just showing you. Don't get upset. I have to give him that little pep talk before I tell him because he's such a softy. He's like such a little puppy. Like upset. the like the handles to the refrigerator are dirty all the oh time. Oh my god! It drives and me it's insane. like too high. It's <gasps> too high for it to be the kids. It's like clearly not Brady and Brax. It's clearly yeah. at an adult height, 
and it's like what and like the faucet handle in the kitchen is always dirty no and it's always dirty like hmm. somehow and there's like crusty food oh, it's on the, it oh, it's so it's bad the worst. i hate it but you but he take he's so sensitive and so he you is. just have to tell him like hey man we're not mad at you and he get, we i think he finally knows it took him a year and a half but i think he finally knows we're not gonna kick him out like keep saying like we're not gonna kick you out but <laughs> you need to stop doing this the handles yeah. thing is difficult i don't know what i don't know wh- how his hands are getting so dirty and i think I, i'm gonna tell you exactly i think it's when he's cooking breakfast in the morning for the kids because he's making eggs and he's just getting little bits on his hands from cracking the eggs and he's just not washing them like i when i'm cooking something i'll wash my hands 15 times right while I'm washing, while I'm making dinner, because but you're just, pretty obsessive about some I'm of that per- stuff, very right? Very obsessive. Oh, I just don't like it. Yeah, I mean, and 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 today, today again, I went to the sink, and he just had the dishes, and the dishes were done, but it was just food all over the bottom of the sink, and it's like, just get that in the drain. <laughs> it just still do the smells. last step. <laughs> it just smells. And it looks bad. Just make it look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, but if I say you should much, try living with Phil, uh, n- no, I, I mean you I live with him on and off. Yeah, through, through our stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he's so he's so I much probably, he's so much better like, now. You wouldn't even. I, mean, I probably could live with Phil. Like I don't. I've lived with m- men roommates before. I try to avoid it just because, like, I don't know. Oh, I think it's my favorite. Favorite. Like, I just think maybe it's the evangelical, like, Protestant Christian upbringing that makes me, like, you know. You don't have to bang that. I don't, <laughs> I don't <laughs> well, sleep I wouldn't. with any of them. Well, I I've don't. never slept with one of my guy roommates. No, I mean, I, I, I trust Phil. Like, and it's kind of funny. I don't tell the story and I don't tell the story because I don't want my mom to know because I feel like she'd freak out if she knew. But the first time I met Phil, we met at Big Pine and me, him and Anthony went to the Grand Canyon. Yes. Right. And we were just going to go to the Grand Canyon, come back. But then we got all excited about promo videos or whatever. And it ended up being too late to drive back. So we ended up splitting uh, a hotel room. Um so that like we could sleep and then drive back yeah. so we wouldn't be like tired and like i felt weirdly calm about it I was like yeah sure i don't know this person but let's put in a hotel room and then when i was there like because he went out and i stayed in and just watched tv and there was two separate beds so it's not like we were like in the same bed but there's part of me that's like oh like i could get murdered <laughs> like or, or like raped or something that's but like phil is he has a very calming sense to him he doesn't he yeah does, he, but he, like i could sense level towards him i could sense that phil like was I, not gonna do anything i've guy. had that he's like i've had that thought after he moved in and he was living here for like a month i was like he could kill us and i asked him i was like <laughs> you're not a serial killer right and he's like, well, would I tell you if I was? I'm like, I don't know, but maybe. I know. Like, it's a good answer. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I could tell Phil pretty quickly. It was like, you know, it was not like he was trying to get anything out of me. He was just, right. he's very, he can he's be very protective. Phil. He's yeah. Phil. And like, but yeah, like it is, there was a part of me that was like, oh, I can't tell my mom about this because she would be like, you're such an idiot. Why did you do it? But it was just like we had spent the day together we really bonded we all got along and it was like yeah i trust you man like and like there isn't anything wrong like we're literally just splitting a hotel room because it's cheaper somebody asked me the other day like oh how do you decide who stays at the house or whatever because some people do ask to stay here and i say no uh and and it's if i feel like i have to sleep with my door shut (laughs) or if i feel like i have to lock my door then you can't stay here 
Yeah. I mean, that's just. Yeah, I mean, that's that should be a good rule. <laughs> if yeah. I don't if I don't know you well enough, or I don't feel like a sense of calm around you. Yeah. Then yeah. I feel like calm around Phil, but I feel like if we lived in the same house, Phil would be like, Cassidy, let's film a bunch of videos. And he'd be like, Phil, oh, constantly. this is my home. <laughs> I don't want to bring work here Are right now. Are you kidding? Everything's, That's all we do. Everything's a bit. <laughs> everything's a bit. Everything's and a bit. Yeah, I, I think that would be like outside of my sacred space. That's I why I'm sort of like, I don't know if I could I honestly with love Phil. living with Phil. Yeah, Phil and I, it, it, it hasn't always, it's not always easy. <laughs> when I came back from... But he has grown on me. When I came back I love Phil Korsman. Can- He's like a brother. I came back from Canada... Phil was on the verge of breaking. So something happened with him and Hillary that three weeks I was in Canada. Uh And then he finally broke down in San Diego. (laughs) And then he's been pretty good ever since. You guys have have been close ever since. Yeah, I mean, I just, like, he does dumb sh- <laughs> shit, and I'm I think like... You, I think you guys had a lot... I think you guys... I think you, got, you, you yelled at him a lot at that in that three-week period. And Listen. <laughs> he, he made... He made chicken nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember this? He I, made chicken oh yeah. nuggets, and one of them came off the pan and fell in the oven, and he never took it out. And so every time we cooked for three weeks, <laughs> it would burn. And didn't he give Brady milk then, too? And he gave Brady milk. But, I mean, <laughs> and Brady's anaphylactic milk. <laughs> but, I mean. <laughs> a, glass, a glass of milk. So other, other than that. <laughs> not like something other than with milk in it, but a child. glass of milk. <laughs> there were, I mean, it was a rough, it was a rough three weeks. But, um. It was fine. I think I uh, here's the thing is he thinks like when he does stuff that irritates me, he thinks I'm like furious. I'm not furious. Just don't do it again. Yeah. Like I'm telling you so that you don't do it again. I'm not mad. But if you keep doing it, I'm going to get real mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard because Phil Kors is, is such a like he wants to make everybody happy and he oh. wants to be involved in everything. Oh. He's such yeah. a good guy. And I love like, him. yeah, I always say he's like. My younger brother, even though he's older than me, because <laughs> you're just like you just want to like protect him, and he's just so sweet. And you're like, oh, Philly, yeah, he's great. He's oh, Philly. Who who who's your favorite roommate? Since you have so many great roommate experiences and no real bad ones, who's the f- who's the best? I think one of my favorites roommates was my friend Jesse, because um, just because I love the story of how I met her, and like we just bonded in this way that was so deep, but like. I randomly met her on a park bench. I just sat <laughs> down next to her. Sounds like something Phil would do. Yeah, just well, me and Phil have a little bit like kindred spirits. Yes, we are. I think that's why we get along so well. But like, he's more on the chaos side, and I'm more on yeah. the order side. So, so you sat um, down. So sitting bench. on the park bench. So I sat down on this park bench, and I just start start talking to this girl, and like, it's magic. She's like a poet, and she wants. She's an actress, wants to get into comedy, and I'm a comedy writer, and we're just going on and on and like talking, and it's just like flow state and um we leave and end up starting this friendship or whatever and like i i'm going back and forth from america so i'm not seeing her all the time but like um every time we saw her it was just like 
you know, like she had curl crazy curly hair like me. We looked similar. It was just like a sister from like another country or something. And um, when I was finishing my uni, I had to leave the dorm that I was in because I couldn't stay because I wasn't a student. And I was trying to find another apartment to stay on and something that was pretty cheap because I didn't have an official work visa. I was trying to get a work visa so I could stay longer, but um, I wasn't, I didn't have one. So I could only like live off the savings that I had. And so I was, had something lined up with this other guy that I had known from uni, but she randomly texts me, Hey, I have an open room, 400 a month. Do you want to live with me? And I was like, absolutely I do. And so I went and I just lived in this tiny little room in this house um, with her and, um, we just had the best conversations and like her boyfriend, her boyfriend's brother lived there with us and we all got along super well and it was just How like, long you live there? that's awesome. Um, probably six months, six months, yeah, around so six short, months, short. short, but it was, yeah, short, but sweet. And I still, um, still friends, still friends. Yeah. We're supposed to talk. We're both incredibly busy people. Cause she, She's a creative and a photographer and a writer and like more of a poet and I'm I'm the same things but more of a filmmaker and so we're both working on projects and it's like we keep trying to like get to each other and talk but it's been like the separation of time so that's adult life yeah but like she's one of those people that I know no matter how much time passes like yeah, it's never catch up like that. yeah we'll catch up like that and it's never because we don't want to talk it's because there's th there's life and there's so she's um she's really great she wrote this um book um called uh, love and cigarettes which I kind of describe as uh poetic prose and um yeah it was really beautiful and I I, uh, I helped her crowdfund I submitted her crowdfund to like get the book and it was kind of cool because the first time I ever met her she read uh, me a poem from the collection oh that's, so cool. that's cool now it's on my shelf and I you know hold on to it and got a little bookmark with her like drawings and stuff oh so. that's awesome what a cool story yeah if we learned anything from this podcast today it's one if a candle flies across the room <laughs> get the fuck out run run especially in Australia <laughs> two <laughs> Sit on a park bench and talk to someone and maybe become your you next best friend. You totally should. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little bit convinced that that house might have had some spiritual stuff going on to it too. But I think because like she was such a light spirit, it wasn't like and both of us were kind of these light spirits that like it didn't overpower the house. But like there was weird stuff that went on in that house too. But mm. part two. Yeah. Part two. Part two. It's a, it's fall full circle, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived in a couple haunted uh, haunted buildings, or maybe I think I don't know. <laughs> you don't I know? think. I mean, just I think. You think, you think. I you know, you. I didn't see. Here's the thing. I didn't used to believe in ghosts, but my friend Joe, he was telling me how he saw a ghost and he didn't believe in it. And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "I was, I was." in bed with my girlfriend and I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw some old man standing at the end of my bed and I'm thinking well that's weird I'm having some weird vision and like he went back to sleep and then he woke up the next day and later in the day his girlfriend asked him if he saw an old man at the end of his bed at the end of the bed when they were sleeping and he told her no he lied to her and I was like why did you lie to her and he's like it would only freak her out and obviously it was just a delusion and I'm like that's not how ghosts, <laughs> that's not how delusions work. Two people Joe. don't have the same delusion. No. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Ay, ay, So anyways, ever since then, like I've been a little less skeptical of all of it and I've heard enough stories yeah. and experienced enough things to make me think <coughs> this world's a little crazier than 
us Americans like to believe. Absolutely. 100%. Well, I had fun. This is a I had podcast. fun. Thanks for joining yeah. us, Cassidy. Thank you for we having me. This is so much fun. Yeah. I love podcasting. So Awesome. When I start a podcast, I'll have you both on. We would yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Bye. 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 <laughs>